Leadership is a learned skill. Welcome to episode number 17. As you might have guessed, social media usage is up during this crisis. People are commuting less and they're craving more social interactions. And tools like LinkedIn are no exception to this rule. On today's episode, I am interviewing Allie Jules. She is a LinkedIn expert by accident. She created a viral campaign, and then with her background in digital marketing, she dissected exactly why it went viral. She is on a mission to use her creativity and her authenticity to show up in a way for others that is really inspiring, that is true to herself, and that puts her out into the world in a bigger and bolder way. In today's interview, she's giving us the tips so that you can do that too. And even if you're not ready to do posts yourself, she tells you exactly how you can comment, how you can connect with others so that we can all use this way as a time to build deeper, more meaningful connections so that we can truly make that impact that we want to be making at our organizations today. Listen on. Welcome to Maximize Your Career with Stacey Mayer, a podcast about achieving your career goals while also being yourself. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Maximize Your Career with Stacey Mayer. I am so excited to be bringing on my guest for this week. Allie Jules is a woman that I met through the internet on LinkedIn, actually. Several months ago, she actually had a post that went viral. And then she took um, this as an opportunity to really digest and understand why that particular post went viral. She turned it into a series of case studies that I received in my inbox, and they had such valuable, such actionable tools in it that I actually was able to implement. I mean, some of the stuff was super high level. She'll have to tell us about it. Her background is also in digital marketing and strategy. So, you know, some of it was like a different level of LinkedIn that I had never even thought about before. But at the very least, I was able to take some of that information and implement and change my LinkedIn profile almost immediately from the emails that she sent. And I know a lot of you, especially during this time, are spending more time on LinkedIn trying to understand, okay, what is my thought leadership? How am I putting myself out there? How do I want to be seen as a leader? And more importantly, what are the next steps in my career? So I asked Allie to come on my podcast and share with me her wisdom and her valuable tips with us today. We'll be talking about LinkedIn. We'll be talking about leadership. And we'll be talking about being a mama. I mean, all of those wonderful things. We are complete human beings right now, and this is all on the table. So let me just give a brief introduction to Ali before um, we go. So Ali Jules is a coach, writer, and the unfollower of herds. She helps leaders, organizations, and individuals improve their leadership organization and themselves. Allie, thank you so, so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. It is my pleasure. Awesome. So I can't help but notice unfollower of herds <laughs> when I was reading your introduction, and it's also on the top of your LinkedIn profile. So this is not the first time I have seen this, this concept, this idea, um, but I need to know more. Tell me more about it. 
And maybe this is where the first tip for LinkedIn comes is that come up with a very creative or different yet fitting headline for your title because it is important. I have received enormous amount of feedback. People are literally just liking my or connecting with me because of that. Because of unfollower of herds. Really? Oh, that is amazing. Oh, that is so cool. And basically what it means is that I like to do my thing. Me and I'm big proponent of self-leadership, meaning you stand on your own two feet and you take charge and have the control of what you can have control. And especially in times like these, it's so easy to lose control. So the more that you can bring that control back to you, the more confidence you have, the more courage you have, less fear you have, all of those things. But it also is that I'm not blindly just following somebody off the cliff or somewhere where I shouldn't be going. So I try to think with my own brain and formulate my ideas or my thoughts and then check research is this valid? Do I agree? Do I not agree? Or maybe I've been wrong all along. So it's just more of those. I Somebody once told me that thinking is a, becoming a lost art, which maybe there is some truth to that, but that's kind of what I'm promoting with my unfollow of herds mentality here. I actually just watched Zootopia this week and for the first time. And I have this image in my head of a bunch of sheep falling off the cliff, right? Yes. And so it's like, that would not be you. No, so that I, would not I, be me. I love it. I love it. So you talked about this idea of thinking as a lost art. So one of the things that impressed me, at least in the way you did your marketing around this viral post on LinkedIn, is that it happened. You made a post and it happened, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times we don't even know that it's about to happen. And then all of a sudden people pick up on it. And it sounds like you got curious. You said, huh, I wonder why this happened. And then you had digital marketing strategy in your background. So you were able to dive in a little bit deeper. But I think on a very high level, you just simply got curious and actually investigated why did this happen for you? And more importantly, how can you continue to recreate it? So tell us a little bit more about that thinking process and how you really decided, you know, what in fact made that post viral. I didn't even make it, meaning when I started being curious, I didn't think this post is going to be viral. It was more of a question, could you create a post that could be well-received and perform well? It wasn't even anything to do with virality. But in creating that, especially when I started, I had only 3,000 followers. And I hadn't been on LinkedIn for a long time because I just wasn't. And it started all the way from where should I be? Should I be doing this on LinkedIn? And when the decision was clear that LinkedIn is where you need to be right now, so even for your listeners, if you're not active on LinkedIn, maybe this is a good time to get on there. Um, That is where it's happening right now. These things change in digital marketing and as the world changes, sometimes it's, you know, other platforms, but right now it's LinkedIn and especially for business. Um, There's a good organic search. So there's a lot of, it's, I always think of these things as putting together a puzzle. I love putting together puzzles. So it's putting these pieces together that hopefully form something. You don't necessarily know what the picture looks like over there at the end of the day, but you're just starting to lay the pieces there. 
And it started with, okay, I know LinkedIn is where I want to be. I know this is my topic and this is my expertise and this is what I want to share. And this is what I have to share with others. So those were just the building blocks that I had to have. I couldn't have, and I think I even said that in the emails that I sent is that I wouldn't have just randomly written about something that I have no knowledge of like some tech or some, you know, um, stocks or whatever. Like I am not an expert on those things. So then after I had those few blocks, like the foundation, then I said, okay, what can I do with this? And, and that's where the search started for what has done well so far in LinkedIn. There was massive two week search on just looking at what had performed well already. What could I give and what research can I add? How can I write? Like all those different, what images I use, which is what led me to use my own illustrations, which was definitely something that I thought about a long time. Oh my goodness. So I am definitely going to link to Ali's um, LinkedIn profile in the show notes, but her illustrations are something else and they're, they're quite simple, but yet you've really, you real they're very eye catching. They're, um, they're poignant. They speak about leadership tools in a way that's easily digestible. And it really sets you up as a person, as a thought leader that actually has some value to offer. Um, thank you. I appreciate that because I was so scared to put out anything because I don't consider myself artist as a drawing or painting or whatever. I mean, I've, I like it because it's a creative process, but as I was doing my research and I looked over 500 articles on LinkedIn and what people were using and people were using just regular stock images, quotes, pictures of themselves, whatever, and nothing stood out. And one of the important from marketing standpoint, things that you can do is to stand out. That is what's going to start getting you the recognition and anything, even if you're looking for a job, there was a, a, Um, Somebody was looking for a job a few months ago when I, right after the article, one of the articles went viral. um, He was very clever. He did a PDF of himself and it was a cartoon style that stood out. It went viral. That post about this dude looking for a job. It was amazing. Just thinking differently, thinking creatively and putting something that stands out out there. So that's, that's kind of the, where I was going. I said, how can I be different? The other side was that, all the, whatever I looked for using images, they never captured exactly what I wanted to say. Mm -hmm. So I wanted it to connect very, so it's not just the illustration. It goes with what I, what I, what I say. So that, that was very important for me to be able to put those two things together. So one doesn't really stand alone from the other. So one thing that I'm noticing in the in our conversation so far is that you spoke at the beginning, unfollower of herds, then you look at what's been done before, what's working, which is mm-hmm. more of a follower, right? Yeah. It's like, this is working. This is the platform. And then you take that to this third level, which is how can <laughs> yes. I make that different? Mm-hmm. Uh, different and then also me. Yeah. So you've spoken about this a couple of times, self-leadership. So this seems to be a big part of your coaching and your particular style of working with leaders. Um, can we... T- 
take a moment to talk about what's going on for you right now. And you can feel free to share as much as you want. But we're all having to be our own self-leaders at this time of crisis. I know that you have two children. You're managing your home and as well as your business and your clients. And, and so what, have, what has been the self-leadership evolvement of your own personal leadership? I don't see that much difference in how I usually operate because I embrace change, which is weird to say because people usually don't like change, but I like change, not necessarily this kind of change, but I feel that allows me to be able to handle this better or pivot or shift things. I may have less clients that I see face to face. Um, actually, it's been very small uh, portion anyway. Um, it's more virtual. It may be that the clients have, some clients are saying, I need to you know, take a break or go do something different or whatever because of the situation. It just is. It's not like I'm okay. And that's what I want them to also know is that they are going to be okay. It's, it's you are, st- again, I'm going back to the, you stand on your own two feet and you take charge. I mean, it may mean that you have a day or a moment that everything just feels like blah. I mean, we all have them. I have them. But in overall scheme of things, I'm looking forward. What can I do moving forward? And what can I do right now? It may not be a lot, but it's something. So I think that that's important. And again, this is also for the leaders and the organizations. You're not going to worry about what's going to happen long, long, you know, down the line. You're going to look at what is happening now and what can I do right now? And again, that's part of that, taking that control back. And that gives you more of that confidence, which is the confidence is wavering. And that's something that people have told I never had a problem with. So I guess <laughs> that's part of it. But the confidence, courage, I think where it all started from is that I've had to always rely on myself. Um, there was nobody that I've, I've had a rough life g- growing up and um, had a lot of challenges. And I became, I, I found out that I am the only person and this, you know, maybe it's sad or maybe it's, it's, it is what it is, but I knew that I could figure it out and just find a way. So that's really, I think, where it all comes from is that of course, it's myself. This is, why, you know, yeah. this is why you're feeling like you can handle this crisis. Yeah. You've handled them before. Yeah. So it's nothing new, really. It's just different. Different yeah, crisis. exactly. You've had a lot of practice. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. But you know, again, maybe better equipped to help others. Exactly. And at some point, all of us have had our own varying degrees of crisis, right? Yes. And so there are different tools that we have learned and developed over our life to be able to then still put ourselves out there authentically to create that self-leadership discipline that you're talking about and to really have that next level of success. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So speaking of that um, next level of success, would you say, what would you say is your secret to success? I would say that it is the figuring it out, right? I mean, it's, it's, and curiosity. There's a lot of com- different components to it, but it's finding a way or making the pivot. And not that everything is always, you know, it's not going to work out. I think of, I also don't necessarily think of things like failure. You know, you have to rush into failure and all of those things. No, I, I look at it as a, also from a science background, I was going to become a doctor. <laughs> That's where I, where I was going at some point. 
Uh, so from the science perspective, it's experiments. And while you're experimenting and doing things and enjoying what you do and loving what you do, you know when you are not doing something, even if the job is amazing, but you know if it's not for you at the end of the day. And it'll usually start to creep up and creep up and kind of get bigger and bigger and where then every day is a struggle. And sometimes it's the external, but it's often the internal. Um, so it's, it's putting those experiments out there and doing more of what you love and less of what is just, you know, you have to do. I like really. this. So have you seen anyone or any of your clients or you yourself experimenting more right now? I think that's a great anecdote to this challenging time that we're facing is just experimentation. I almost like that better than curiosity because it's difficult. Being curious right now is a very difficult thing. Like, I wonder why this is happening. It's a hard yes. place to be. But it, the, thinking of it as an experiment and really questioning everything. What's working? What's not working? Am I in the right job? Am I truly being an impactful leader? What is my next step? So what has been your experience? What trends are you seeing right now, either with your clients or with yourself in terms of that experimentation and really thinking outside of the box? I actually used this metaphor recently. I said that right now you can imagine that you are, it's like a you are or you are in this like a huge ball of yarn that has all different color yarn mixed in it but it's so you know tangled and you can you can just see little strands of different colors poking out and but it's like you can't just unravel it super easily and have all those strands perfectly lined up evenly what we can do right now is take one strand and tease it that's the experimentation. So you kind of start wiggling one red strand and see if that starts to unravel. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's completely stuck. Maybe you got to have to get the blue one out of the way first. Or you wiggle the blue one, see if something happens and start to kind of slowly but surely, it's going to start to untangle and become more of an even flowing weave or tapestry, if you will, you know, where you can actually do something with it and make whatever magic that you want to make. Do you have this in your illustrations? Not yet. I, oh my I actually God, have it brilliant. written in my book that <laughs> okay, I need to good. write that. <laughs> I can see it so clearly yes. in, in your hand, right? I could just yes. see that that came right out of your mouth onto the page. It's yes. so brilliant. So I promised our listeners that you would give us some practical LinkedIn strategies. Um, Obviously, you said that you feel like this is your platform of choice. I'd like you to, one, speak to why that is. Why do you think this is such a crucial platform? I know on the surface that we think about as leaders that we need to be on LinkedIn. Like I said earlier, you know, of course, as entrepreneurs, of course, when we're in the job search. But in particular, like let's say we have a job. How can we use LinkedIn as a tool to actually help us develop our thought leadership, to grow into more of a leadership role? Any recommendations, any ideas for us? If you're just on LinkedIn, but you haven't really done anything, start checking the feed and see what happens. Maybe subscribe to a couple of hashtags or follow a couple of hashtags within your industry. So for example, for me, it's hashtag leadership or hashtag management. If you're in HR, it's hashtag HR or human resources or whatever, or sales and start seeing what's out there. If there's something that you see that resonates with you, 
put out a comment. And um, I just want to give a very yeah. technical. So in the search bar at the top, yes. you literally put in hashtag leadership that will pop up and it will actually invite you to follow. That means in your newsfeed, you're going to get thought leaders and people who are using that hashtag, correct? Yes, correct. Okay, yes. awesome. Because I know, yes. I mean, I, I have clients that can't even figure out how to upload their profile picture. So yes, <laughs> yes that's perfect. Yes, I wasn't uh, that precise on my, <laughs> I just said, just follow something. And they're like, what am I do? Yeah, no, <laughs> so, it's great. It's great. No, I love it. And so noticing the trends, noticing what people are writing about. Okay, that's mm-hmm. fantastic. And, yes. and what else? Then join the conversation. There's there's a tendency people are calling people that don't ever post anything on LinkedIn lurkers. Uh, lurkers are actually not. It's it seems like it's a bad thing, but it is not. It's okay to lurk. <laughs> it's okay to figure out what's going on, what's resonating, what kind of conversations are taking place. But joining the conversation is valuable or can be, and can be useful for you. And it may be as simple as putting a comment on somebody's post and saying, oh, this is great. I really appreciate you sharing this. Oh, thank you. I didn't think about it that's, that way or, or whatever. Um, or if you like somebody or what they're saying, then you can follow them. There's typically a button when you see somebody's posts, if, if you're not already following them, to be able to click their follow button or a connect button. And it's typically right at the way you see them. I'm trying to show you in, in the screen here, um, right on their post. Um, so it makes it easy to then get to see their stuff more on your feed, basically. And if and when you feel brave enough, and once you get kind of a lay of the land, start putting something out. And it doesn't really matter what it is. My recommendation is that don't just post those, you know, cute cat videos or, or pictures of, you know, cats or dogs or, or whatever. I mean, although I love them, so you can, you're more than welcome to post them for me. <laughs> but um, make it meaningful and something that is important to you or what you're doing or what is your thought leader topic or subject. Like yeah, you wh- want to stay on topic. One of the things that I've been using with my clients to actually really, especially when they're, you know, at the vice president level, they work for companies um, and they don't really see the value in using LinkedIn is to actually understand their own thought leadership. Mm -hmm. So when it sounds like when you comment, when you read what's out there, you start to develop your own opinions about it. You say, oh, that is how I think. That is how I actually see strong leadership. And so the more that you can do that when you are advocating for a promotion or you are actually putting yourself out there at work, Mm-hmm. You can do it in a really specific way because you have been drawn to and use LinkedIn as a tool. Is that something that yes. you see as well? Absolutely. And I think it's important. There there are some leaders who do not want to share things. Um, I encourage leaders to share things. Now, sometimes the company or the organization, it, it's, it's there's more legal issues maybe or whatever that they may, may need to navigate through. But in general, there aren't problems why you should not be posting. Especially if you're talking about leadership, 
right? So if you're speaking to leadership, not your company and what your company is doing, but what your own leadership style is, what calls to you and what you're called to do. Yeah, absolutely. And the other really important thing about, excuse me, that is that when you post out your thought leadership, what you stand for, what your values are. So basically, again, what we would now call authentic. This is how you lead. This is how you see. And if you're a good leader, people, your people, first of all, so don't ever think that because you're like, well, who am I putting this out there? You're putting it to your people and others. Your people need to know that you are a good leader because right now, and it has even before this crisis, trust is very low. There is a lot of distrust. How do you create more trust? Being more open and sharing your values and what you stand for. Oh and my that, gosh. This is like excellent way to do that. Excellent yes. way. Yes. And so then you have that confidence to go back to your team and share your values to be more yes. visible with your team. Be you're breaking down those barriers. Just like I said before, Allie wasn't born confident, but no, she is yeah. quite confident now. And yeah, it's something that is actually developed over time. Yes, absolutely. And it goes in like I look at it as a whole continuum. Mm-hmm. So it's your LinkedIn, whatever you put out there and your messaging and your thought leadership, it's just not there in a vacuum. I mean, this goes back to even my digital marketing days. I'm thinking now about say nothing exists in silos. <laughs> That's like my usual thing that I say is it's just not a one thing over here. It is part of a whole and it all comes together and it all builds and improves you again as a leader as a person and then it improves the whole organization absolutely oh that's so good (laughs) so the case studies that I read the emails that I received that you did about your work on LinkedIn is that actually something that my listeners can have access to do you have that yes so after the emails were all sent out there were maybe eight or nine or ten or whatever I put them all into an ebook that turned out to be a 40 some page ebook. Awesome. So there is a link on my website to Oh, get I can that, link to, to that. To view that. Yeah. Okay, great. I'll link to that in the show notes as well. Yes. Awesome. I love What's well, okay? <laughs> it's okay. Like I was saying, half of the stuff went over my head, but so much of it was just really simple, actionable content and then I appreciated the stuff that went over my head. So it's great. It's really valuable information. Um so, Ali, what is next for you? What are you working on right now? Anything that you can share with our listeners as far as um, how they can better connect with you? I'd love to hear about it. Yes. Well, my main platform currently is LinkedIn. Obviously, I have my own website as well because coming from digital marketing, you can have all your eggs in one basket. So the website's still number one. But LinkedIn is where you can find me. I, you can certainly DM me or send me emails. I'm, I'm very open and will try to my best to answer as long as I don't get... The DMs are so bad on LinkedIn, by the way, <laughs> they get lost. Um, but um, right now, what I'm working on is um, experimenting still. I mean, I feel like it's always, it's ongoing process of experimenting. But where this is leading is I need to write a book. But this is not as in like, well, I've been told that I need to write a book, but I know I need to write a book. You already but, have 42 pages. Yes. Well, it's a different book this <laughs> oh, okay, time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is about leadership, um, but it is not the typical kind of 300 page, just 
words. It will have the illustrations and um, potentially there will also be like a journal or workbook with it. Oh, fantastic. So oh, I would works. love that. Do you have anything else to add before we go? I would just like to say one thing just because of the times that we're living right now is that, so there's, it's like we are as a, as a whole in this fog or in this darkness, but some people are more clear or they have more clarity or they are more ahead or they may have the torch and we're not stuck. We're going to move past this. And if you have the capacity or if you know that you feel clearer already, this is the time to stand up and lead others. So this is again, this is my call for you to be the leader because it's in you and you can help others navigate through this where they may still be fumbling in the darkness, but there is light and we are also carrying the torches to make our way through this. So um, absolutely, take oh, that torch. Beautiful. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much, Ali. I really, really appreciate you taking the time. You're so welcome. This is super valuable. Before you go, I want to share with you a very special opportunity to work with me personally as one of my private coaching clients. My coaching program helps talented directors get promoted. My methodology takes talented professionals from underappreciated, underrecognized, and underpaid to respected rising star. So if you're ready to take your career to the next level, then I invite you to hop on the phone with me for a free discovery call. On this 50-minute call, we will get crystal clear on exactly what is holding you back from success. We will carve a path out so you can see what you need to do differently. And then I will tell you if my one-on-one coaching program is a good fit for you. It's risk-free. Sign up at stacymayer.com slash apply. That's S-T-A-C-Y-M-A-Y-E-R dot com slash apply.